we're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors. Come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. Proud partners with Patriot Mobile. Hey, welcome. We're glad you're here in the camp house with us again this week at Kinder Outdoors. I'm Billy Kinder coming to you from the camp house just outside of beautiful Alborg, Texas, on Highway 287. The gateway to the grasslands, the LBJ National Grasslands. And smack dab in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle of good old boy Decatur, Bowie, Alborg, Texas, God's country. Welcome. <laughs> Front door to the camp house brought to you by my friends at Forta. Flora. Fortiflora is uh, America's number one canine probiotic, and all of our dogs could benefit, all, 100% of our dogs could benefit uh, from a good, solid canine probiotic from time to time. If you own a dog, you really ought to have Fortiflora in the fridge, ready to go. Fortiflora. Hey, we're going to go fishing today. We're going to go crappie fishing with my old buddy, Jay Reeve, J. Don Reeve, with the Crappie Anglers of Texas. He knows Lake Fork like the back of his hand. He's hit every stump in Lake Fork twice, and he's caught a lot of giant crappie out of there as well. He's going to teach us how to go about tackling Lake Fork and tell us all about the 2024 version of Crappie Fest. It's coming up next month. Everybody can come and play. And you could win a pretty healthy paycheck catching big fat crappie out of Lake Fork as well at Crappie Fest. Jay will tell us all about it coming up. Also, Mr. Whitetail, Larry Wysoon, is back with us today. We're going to scout those whitetail deer for fall. It's time to get started on that right now. What can we learn from the woods in February? Larry will help us out with some solid info a little later on. I'm glad you're here in camp with us. Grab yourself a cup of coffee and make yourself at home. This is Kinder Outdoors, brought to you by America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, Patriot Mobile. Hey, this is a pretty good fish story. On Monday, February 5th, a couple of weeks ago, Aaron Seuss of Gardner, Kansas, went fishing on the now-famous O.H. Ivy Reservoir in West Texas, and he caught a giant, 13.87 pounds. Texas share lunker number 654. Along about that same time, a couple of hundred miles away, Alec Morrison of Peru, New York, was fishing on Sam Rayburn Reservoir when he tied in to share lunker number 655, 13.82 pounds. And Monday, February 5th, was a great day to go fishing in Texas, bass fishing in particular, because a third Texas Sherlunker came out of a third separate lake on that day. Ben Milliken lives in New Caney, Texas, and he capped the day on Lake Nakanish out in East Texas with a 13.15 pound Sherlunker number 656. Natalie Goldstrom with the Toyota Sherlunker program in the state of Texas says that it was the 13th time in program history that Anglers had submitted three or more legacy class 13-pound or bigger largemouth bass in a single day. And this is the first triple lunker day since 2021 when it actually happened twice. Aaron Zeus from Gardner, Kansas says he caught an 11-7 last year, and it was the first double-digit fish of his life. So he said, I just had to come back and try and eclipse that 
and he did. He said he spotted her on the sonar and made a great cast with an umbrella rig. She ate it, and the fight was on. He says, I'm 51 years old, been fishing my whole life, and this is something that I may have seen in a dream. But for it to come true is unbelievable. Great things are happening on Texas lakes. They're catching giant fish up north as well. Sturgeon spearing season is open in the state of Wisconsin. Come to the bragging board, look at Devin Halbach and James Hubscherman. It's a picture from opening day on the Winnebago system where they had success with two big, nice sturgeon. Carly Sue Lamb is up on the bragging board as well. She speared her first ever lake sturgeon, 52 inches, 24 pounds, on February 10th. Oh, my word, what an elk. Come look. Kinderoutdoors.com. Click on the bragging board. And take a look at this new potential world record Roosevelt elk. The guy with the big smile on his face is Timothy Carpenter. He shot this elk back on September 21st, Humboldt County, California. A preliminary score of 439 and 7 eighths inches. Timothy is no stranger to big elk. He has multiple Roosevelt's elk in the record books, including a 2011 bull that scored 398 and an eighth, which is the current archery world record. Timothy Carpenter is 39. It splits his work between guiding elk hunters in the fall and working as a wildlife biologist in the spring. Rarely does he get a day to hunt for himself, but he did on September 21st. Hey, if your dog is obnoxious, too much barking, jumping all over you, tearing up the furniture, ripping up the carpet. It's time to do something about that, and that something is calming care. Calming care from the trusted name Purina. Learn more about it at kinderoutdoors.com. Let's grab a cup of coffee. Hey, everybody. It's Dominic Zamito with Two Rivers Fly Shop in North Fork, Arkansas. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm sure thinking about it with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Billy, are you sinking? It looks like you've got a heck of a hole in your waders there. Everywhere I go, everyone I talk to comments on how wacky and dangerous this world has gotten and is getting more and more day by day. So how do you stand your ground? How do you do your part to significantly help in the restoration of the greatness of this country? Here's a small way you can do that. Make the switch to Patriot Mobile. You're going to get great 4G and 5G service. When you need help, you're going to talk to someone on American soil. And when you pay your bill, Patriot Mobile gives a portion of every dollar earned to support organizations that align with your beliefs, morals, and character. The First Amendment, the Second Amendment, sanctity of life, help for our military, veterans, and first responders. That's the kind of company I want to do business with, and I do. Patriot Mobile. Use the promo code KINDER, K-I-N-D-E-R, and let me pay for that activation. Free activation. I'm Tom Watson with Bend Knee International, asking you to pray for the Navajo people of New Mexico and Arizona. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit these native people exceptionally hard. 
In many cases, multiple families live in the same home. Water is carried from muddy streams for household use, and medical care is many miles away. I simply ask that you join me in lifting them up to the Lord. To learn more, please visit BendedKnee.org. The reason you missed that big buck isn't because you're a lousy shot. It's because you need a new optic from Marksman Firearms. With locations in Mansfield, Wichita Falls, Granbury, and Killeen, there's a Marksman Firearms location near you. Rifles, shotguns, targets, ammo, optics, scopes, rangefinders, trail cameras, knives, and much more. MarksmanFirearms.com. Make your mark at Marksman. Ag Texas. The name itself says trust, honesty, strength, and tradition. Ag Texas has from the get-go been dedicated to the prosperity of agriculture and rural America. The Ag Texas family can help grow your herd or your operation. Give us a call and talk to Ag Texas pros about risk management in the form of crop insurance, protecting borrowed capital and savings. We specialize in everything from dairy cows to pecan trees. And have the right financial tools and knowledge at Ag Texas to help you grow and grow safely. We can't tell you when it's going to rain again, but we can assure that your crop, your cows, your family, and the family land are secure and protected no matter the storm or the dry spell. We are agriculture at Ag Texas, and we look forward to visiting with you. Ag Texas is at agtexas.com and just down the road. Once upon a time, long, long ago, elk roamed bountifully across most of North America. Their bugle cut the early morning fog in the hills of Tennessee, Kentucky, Virginia, coast to coast. And then they were gone. But in 1984, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation was born. And since then, a quarter of a million people have joined the elk effort. Nearly nine and a half million acres have been preserved or access opened up to the public. There are more than 500 RMEF chapters. And the way we go about our business makes us one of the most efficient and effective conservation organizations in the U.S. The Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation plays a leading role in restoring elk to their historic habitat. Today, make a difference in the world. Make an impact. Learn how at rmef.org. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That's your Second Amendment. Patriot Mobile celebrating freedom with Kinder Outdoors. Crappie fishing and crappie eating never too far from the, <laughs> from the front of my mind. And we're moving into that time of year now where it, uh, it appears in the front of my mind more and more and more, Jay. Hey, uh, this is my friend Jay Reeve, Crappie Anglers of Texas. How you doing, Jay? I'm good, Billy. How are you? I mean, it's all good. It's all good. I, you know, if I look close enough at the oak trees around the house, I can see little bitty buds on there, Jay. They're trying. Spring is coming. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm seeing little bitty buds on my peach tree, and that's starting to worry me. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you want to forget about the office and get that boat ready to roll. It won't be long, and we'll be out on the water. Uh, I want to talk to you about being out on the water for a really good reason. Every year in the spring of the year, uh, Crappie Anglers of Texas hosts a really special crappie tournament it's coming up again isn't it yes sir it is march 23rd 2024 it's going to be the 11th annual crappie fest 2024 wow. crappie fest yeah we've been doing this for 11 years we're hard to believe but uh yeah it just it just keeps getting better and better and i guess it's going to be again on lake fork yes sir once again um that that's our home for crappie fest we're going to be on we're going to be on Lake Fork, and actually this year we're really excited. We've got a new weigh-in location. Um, the Sabine River Authority has put in a brand-new uh, launch and recreation facility. It's called Caney Point Recreation Area, uh, and it's over on Highway 154, just north of the bridge that goes across the east arm um, of, uh, of Lake Fork, and it is state-of-the-art. I mean, they've got a, a, a massive six-lane launch ramp, and I don't mean maybe fit six boats in. It is six individual lanes with plenty of room. they got parking for hundreds of boats and trailers, overflow parking. They've got a huge pavilion. Um, man, it is, it's going to make this tournament so much better. You can, you can drive over and have plenty of room to to weigh in, or if you want, you can just pull up in your boat. I mean, that's the cool part now. So we're we're really excited about our new location right there on the lake uh, at Caney Point Recreation Area. Yeah, and you know the high school parking lot was good to us for a long time, but you can't beat this <laughs> state yeah. of the art, like you that's said. Right. That's well, give right. us, yeah, we just give keep us, out growing everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give us the nuts and bolts. How do we enter? Where do we go for more info? What's the format? Tell us about this. You bet. You bet. Yeah. You can go to the, the easiest way to get all the information is to go to crappiefest.com. Um, very easy to get to. It'll take you straight to the web page. Um, the, the tournament hours are from 7 a.m. To 1 p.m. and you got to be in the weigh-in line by 2 p.m. Uh, registering for the tournament is super easy. Uh, you can register online there at copyfest.com. You can come by Lake Fork Trophy Lures there in Emory, one of our big sponsors. You can go to Lake Fork Trophy Lures from 5 to 6 p.m. Uh, on Friday, the 22nd, the day before the tournament, we'll be there signing people up in person. Uh, and then I'll even be over there from, from 6 to 7 a.m. the morning of the tournament at, uh, at, at Lake Fork uh, Trophy Lures to sign you up. So uh, very easy to sign up. Um, it's a $100 entry fee per person. Uh, the kids, man, we've got a sponsor um uh, Northside Salvage, that is our, our junior angler sponsor. And we've got over $2,000 worth of prizes for the kids. It's free for the kids to fish. We've got two age divisions, lots of great prizes for the kids. Uh, we're going to give away over $40,000 in cash uh, for, for the adult anglers. Uh, we pay the top 20 prizes, I mean top 20 places, um, first place is going to be a minimum of $5,500 in cash. 
Uh, and that's for one crappie. That's the cool part about crappie fish. It is a, it's a big fish tournament. Uh, one fish, one way in, uh, and, uh, and, and there's a lot of cash. You can, you can, you can weigh in a big fish. We've got special awards, uh, for, we call it the, we call it the exact weight bonus. Uh, if you weigh in a crappie that weighs exactly 1.00 pounds and you're the first angler to do so, you get $500. Um, there's golden tickets. Um, you don't even have to catch a fish if you're if you're a paid entrant. Uh, you come up and check in at the weigh-in, and uh, and we'll give you a golden ticket. And if your number's drawn, you win a thousand dollars. We've got like three or four of those thousand-dollar prizes that we're giving away. So this is an unusual tournament. You know, it's not all about being a being a pro crappie angler. This is for this is for mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and all the kids. You know, it's just a great time and a great chance to come out and, and see some mighty big crappie wade in and have a chance to catch a real big one on your own too. Yeah, you know, it it might take it might take a little special know-how to put together a seven fish bag that has a chance of winning, but anybody can get lucky once and catch that two and a half, three pound crappie uh, of a lifetime, especially out on Lake Fork. Weigh one fish, catch one fish, go weigh that fish. You never know uh, if that yeah. fish is going to be worth money or not. Uh, so, Jay, you guys are motivated to do all of this hard work uh, and work year-round for this tournament for a very special cause. Yes, we are. My wife is now an eight-year survivor of ovarian cancer, and she is uh, she's on the board for the National Ovarian Cancer Coalition, and we use this tournament as an opportunity uh, to raise awareness and raise funds for the National Ovarian Cancer Coalition. It's a great cause. It's a super good organization. Um, and, and Rhonda has been really dedicated to this uh, in, in raising awareness. And, uh, and uh, um, the proceeds from the tournament uh, will benefit will benefit the, uh, the National Ovarian Cancer Coalition, which is obviously very near and dear to our heart. So it's a and we've got we'll have a lot of NOCC members out there, and uh, lots of good information for uh, uh, for, for ladies that uh, that want to know more, and for and for husbands, fathers, brothers that want to know more about this. So it's a great organization, and we, we we're proud to support it. You know, we hear a lot about breast cancer, but more and more through the past couple of decades, I'm hearing more about ovarian cancer, uh, and it uh, it hits a lot more often than I think a lot of us realize. A lot of women are affected by ovarian cancer. Yeah, that's very, very true, Billy. And, and the thing that's that's so scary about ovarian cancer is there's there's not a test for it. You know, there's they have mammograms and screenings for, uh, for breast cancer and other types of screening for cancers. Ovarian cancer doesn't have a screening test, and its symptoms are, are kind of, you know, nondescript and so and so a lot of times ovarian cancer isn't discovered until in, it's in the late stages and so you know it's important to it's important to know what those signs and symptoms are and that's why you know that's one of the reasons we we have this tournament to help help put the word out and provide information to to people on on what those signs and symptoms are i got a phone call recently jay from a guy in south dakota I have fished with him a number of times on Lake Oahe. We catch great big smallmouth and walleye up there on Lake Oahe, South Dakota. And he said, Billy, I'm coming to Lake Fork. And I said, oh, you want one of those 13-pound Texas largemouth bass? He said, no, 
I want an ice chest full of those famous Lake Fork crappie. When when we come back from the break here, Jay, I want you to, in your mind, take us crappie fishing on Lake Fork. Give us some tips, techniques, tactics that work for you, okay? All right, that sounds good. World famous for its fishing, Lake Fork, Texas. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Fortiflora. America's number one canine probiotic is Fortiflora. Hey, you hardworking field trialers, bird doggers, keep Fortiflora in your rig. You're going to need it at some point. Fortiflora. This is Ian Harrison, History Channel's Top Shot champion. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Truck Equipment has been supplying premium truck accessories and equipment since 1997. Chip Knees and the crew at Weatherford Truck Equipment are pros that can totally equip your farm, work, or town truck to totally suit your needs. Flatbeds, grill guards, bumpers, bed covers, toolboxes, hitches, running boards, or any custom fabrication that you can scheme up for your truck. Weatherford Truck Equipment is located at 2620 Ranger Highway in Weatherford, Texas. Just 20 minutes west of Fort Worth. Visit online at weatherfordtruck.com and take a look at the exceptional quality in our truck accessories and customized metal fabrication. Ranch truck, service truck, special purpose truck, it's all at Weatherford Truck Equipment. Contact Chip and set up an appointment to talk over your truck accessory or custom fabrication needs. Weatherford Truck Equipment, 2620 Ranger Highway in Weatherford. If you ever stop just once in West Texas at the very unique Herdware store and visit with the very unique Cecil Miskin, you'll make it a regular stop every time you pass by. We are on US-287, which is one of the oldest and most major U.S. highways still. We are 40 miles south and east of Amarillo. H-E-R-D, Herdware Store. We've got bison leather goods, vests, chaps, dusters, and bison hide coats, bison leather belts and wallets, bison leather shoes, art. We've got western artifacts. We've got native artifacts. The only way we can describe it is all things bison. If you're not interested in bison, don't stop. If you're interested in bison, come on and plan on spending 15 minutes to two hours and enjoy yourself. The only rule that we have in the store, and we've had it for many years, and we've only had one person ever break our rule, is if you're not having fun, we're going to ask you to leave. The most unique stop between the Gulf and the Pacific, Cecil Miskin and the Herdware Store. Herdware.net. There's a place I love to go in the pristine Texas Hill Country that features first-class lodging, outstanding cuisine, world-class wing shooting, the best free-range access deer hunting in the world, my favorite, by the way, plus native whitetails and turkey, and some of the most comfortable hosts that you've ever enjoyed. Don't forget to throw in the fly rod. You'll want to experience the crystal-clear waters of Joshua Creek and the Guadalupe River. Rolling hills and Texas live oaks, friendly smiles, and spring-fed waters. Orvis and Beretta agree that Joshua Creek is one of the finest hunting and shooting ranches in existence. And I think you will too. You won't find a prettier place to get married. And our staff and facilities will make your corporate event, family reunion, or private party turnkey and the best you'll ever experience. Joshua Creek Ranch in the historic Texas Hill Country between San Antonio and Fredericksburg. Want to go? Of course you do. 
JoshuaCreek.com. Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side, pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Tech rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. Outdoorsmen and women, hunters, shooters, and fishers are the reason that wild creatures roam bountifully in wild places. This is where we come together to talk about it. Kinder Outdoors. Presented to you by Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Hey, let's go catch some giant crappie on world-famous Lake Fork to help us do that. Uh, Jay Reeve with Crappie Anglers of Texas and Crappie Fest. Jay, thanks for hanging on. Glad to be with you, Billy. Tell me uh, one more time, just so folks can look at it while we're uh, while we're talking about fishing here. Uh, when is Crappie Fest, and how do we learn more? Crappie Fest is March 23rd this year, and you can go to crappiefest.com. Real easy to get to. Go online to crappiefest.com. All the information, tournament rules, sign-up forms, everything you need to know is right there on that website. I get phone calls from and emails from folks around the country that listen to the show. They know we're based here in Texas and North Texas, and they like to talk about Lake Fork uh, a lot. And, and a lot of these folks want to know how to crappie fish our great Texas lakes uh, and have some success. They're only here for two, three days, maybe a week tops. And they want to know how to launch the boat and go catch some crappie. So, springtime crappie on Lake Fork. I would think that that would be a, a an easier time of year to figure these fish out. Well, it can be. That's, uh, you know, springtime fishing the, for crappie anyway. It's, it's here today, gone tomorrow. And that's why, you know, if, if I had, if I had one tip, uh, above all others for springtime crappie fishing on Lake Fork, 
uh, I would say don't go shallow. Uh, now, if you go shallow and you find them, that's great. Uh, but a lot of people get up there and beat the banks for those crappies this time of year. And, and they're not there except just, you know, for a very short period of time. We have our best luck on Lake Fork in the springtime uh, fishing trees in 10 to 15 foot of water. Now, those fish may only be two or three foot deep, um, but, you know, they stay out there. And a lot of these fish spawn on those trees. So, you know, Lake Fork, I've heard I've heard guys say, if you want to catch a crappie on Lake Fork, um, find a boat arc tree and go fish it. And, uh, you know, it can, it can be that simple, but... Uh, you know, just be sure, be sure and don't go too shallow because those big females likely to be hanging out on those, those big boat art trees out in that, in that little bit deeper water staging and waiting to go in and spawn. So when you do launch your boat at Lake Fork, uh, you're going to have crappie on your mind, but it's really important that you have boat art trees on your mind for safety purposes. <laughs> That's, that can be a dangerous lake. Oh, with, yeah, without a doubt. And especially now, I think the lake's probably back full after all the, all the rain that we've got. Uh, and it's deceiving. Um, there are boat lanes, uh, marked boat lanes where you can run. And, uh, my wife would tell you, um, that, uh, you need to make sure and, uh, if you're running wide open, you need to be in one of those boat lanes. I, I thought I had a, had a place figured out one time where I could run that wasn't on the boat lanes. And yeah, about $8,000 later, I found out that I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, it's important to make sure if you're if you're not in those boat lanes, you better be you better be off a plane and on idle because you're you're gonna hit some stumps. Yes, you are. You're gonna bow and, and if you're real proud of that new wrap you got on the boat or that pretty fiberglass, you might want to pick a different lake because you're gonna get uh, boat art trees and bridge pilings are gonna get you if you're crappie That's fishing right. on. Lake Fork. What if folks are coming a little bit later? They're going to wait for the kids to get out of school, and they're going to come this summer to fish. Well, that's what I love about Lake Fork. You know, all you got to do there is just move out a little deeper. You know, and frankly, summertime is just, and especially early summertime, you can just catch a ton of fish uh, on Lake Fork. Um, Bodarks year-round, well, maybe not the wintertime, but Bodarks for the most part, especially in the summertime, those hold fish, um, and, uh, and, and just move out a little deeper. You know, a lot of times, uh, in the summertime, you can find those fish in, in, uh, you know, 20 to 30 foot of water. Again, they're, they're probably not going to be right down on the bottom. Uh, but they love those boat arc trees. You know, the boat arcs are the ones that, you know, unlike a lot of the hardwoods that have a lot of, you know, straight up and down timber, those boat arcs have a lot of, limbs that go horizontal uh you know and those and those crappie like to get right up underneath those limbs and i think that's why the boat arc trees are are so good uh and there's also some uh some cedar trees on on lake fork and uh and if you can find some cedar trees and you got some pretty healthy line and a good strong hook and a pretty stiff rod you can get out there and and, and pull a lot of fish off of those cedar trees too so so yeah, you just you just the same pattern. And you know, if you're used to bass fishing and you know how, you know, fish move uh from spring to summer, you know, in the spring they'll kind of be in the backs of the coves a lot of times. Um and as as it gets warmer, they'll move out to main lake points and they same thing for the same thing for the crappie. Follow the follow the migration, but uh uh be looking for the boat arc trees and just get out a little deeper and uh and, uh, yeah, you know, 15, 15 to 20 foot 
deep is where the fish will probably be sitting uh, and, and get out there and catch you. So. Now, Jay, I know you've got a color or two that you really like on Lake Fork. Are you giving up any secrets here? You know, Lake Fork is <laughs> – I don't think – I don't think color makes a lot of difference. I'm one of I'm one of those kind of guys. If I'm going to Lake Fork, the very first jig I'm going to drop is going to be white and chartreuse, um, and and especially in the summertime, chances are that jig's going to be tipped with a minnow or a, a piece of a minnow, a minnow head, or or at least a, a a crappie nibble or something like that. But white and chartreuse is is by far my favorite. Um, you know, sometimes you can get orange, bright orange, especially if there's been some rain and some runoff, bright orange, black and chartreuse will work. Um, but, you know, Lake Fork is one of those lakes that um, white, white and chartreuse, black and chartreuse, one of those two is going to catch fish. You put it down in front of them, especially if it's tipped with a minnow, and you're going uh, to hammer some big crappie. So the dog days of summer and the coldest points of winter, do you go – full minnows all the time or do you stay home in the air conditioner or the heater <laughs> no no and that's you know you talk about being able to pattern a fish the, the heat of the summertime i think is the best crappie fishing of all they don't it, it, you, you can go back you can fish the same area for a week and those fish won't go anywhere they get into that holding pattern they'll get deeper uh winter time they'll get deeper i mean this winter you know, we were catching, we were, they get on the deep timber uh, or in the deep part of the lake, you know. Uh, we were catching, we were catching crappie this wintertime, uh, you know, in um, 35 to 50 foot of water, 40, 35 to 45 foot of water. Um, and sometimes those fish would be down there 30 to 35 to 40 foot deep. Um, but you're still fishing trees. Now there, you know, hardwoods. Uh, the big hardwood trees on the creek channels, on those deep river channels, uh, would, would be holding the fish. And that's the same pattern for the summertime. You usually don't get quite as deep as that. Um, summertime is about fishing the thermoclines. You gotta find that thermocline in the summer and fish right at or above that thermocline. So the fish may still be in trees on the river channel in 40 foot of water, uh, but if that thermocline is set up at, you know, 15 to 18 foot deep, those fish are gonna be Stacked right there on that on that thermocline level. So, uh, yeah, you you can catch fish all all year round uh, on on Lake Fork in most Texas lakes. You know, it's Texas is just a great great state to go crappie fishing. Jay Don Reeve and the big one fish crappie tournament uh, that he helps put together every year is coming up on March 23rd, where they ought to be out there about 10 to 15 feet. Jay said on the Bodarks, if you were paying attention. Go out there and get you a big one and win some big money at Crappie Fest. CrappieFest.com, that's all we need to know, right? Yes, sir. That'll take care of it. And don't forget that three-pound, if you catch a three-pound crappie uh, and weigh it in at Crappie Fest, courtesy of Sea Arc Boats, our monster crappie bonus, that'll add an extra $7,500 to your prize. So you can win over $12,000 for one single fish at Crappie Fest this year on March 23rd. Thank you, Jay. We'll see you there. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Joshua Creek Ranch. The best bird hunting in Texas is just outside of San Antonio, Texas at Five Star Joshua Creek. Learn more about them at kinderoutdoors.com. Hi, this is Bobby Labonte, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors.
Hi, I'm Jim Shockey, and it's time once again to invite you to our annual Jim Shockey Classic two-day charity event where we all get together to celebrate and honor those who have served and sacrificed. All of us deeply admire the invaluable sacrifices made by our military personnel. 100% of the proceeds fund all expense-paid Shockey tribute hunts through the Freedom Hunters Military Outreach Program. In addition to the golf tournament, there will be a sporting clay tournament on Sunday morning before the banquet. So join me April 14th and 15th, 2024 at the award-winning Barnsley Resort in Adersville, Georgia, nestled in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains. Visit JimShockeyClassic.com to sponsor, to register, or to donate, and also to learn more about our great event. I really hope to see you there. Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. At the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, we're really happy to have more than 50,000 kids in school classrooms learning about archery, fishing, boating, and other outdoor skills each year. We're thrilled that we have grown to schools across the United States and continue to grow. We're humbled that teaching wildlife conservation to our future generations have been so eagerly accepted by more than a quarter million kids so far. We're happy, thrilled, and humbled, but we're not stopping. The Outdoor Adventures program in junior highs and high schools across America has proven to be a hit with kids, and in case after case, we've seen Outdoor Adventures' young lives changed. Kids that just were not into school and not involved are now excited to get into the classroom each day because of outdoor adventures. The kids earn classroom credit by learning the outdoor basics and they smile while learning. If you want outdoor adventures in your local school, contact me, Scott McClure. I'm at GoOTF.com. That's Scott, 
at GoOTF.com. that a creek full of fish and woods loaded with wildlife are good for our kids. And the kids tend to agree. At Kinder Outdoors, we work hard to preserve both every day. Proud partners with Patriot Mobile. How about a creek full of fish, crystal clear and trickling through those ancient cypress and live oak trees that date all the way back to the birth of Texas. That's what you'll find running right through the middle of Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. Step out of that creek, take off the waders, put away the fly rod, and pick up the deer rifle because, hey, you can hunt those beautiful and delicious Axis deer all summer long on this low fence Texas Hill Country Ranch. Learn more about all the splendid opportunities at Joshua Creek when you come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. My dear friend Larry Wysoon joins us now. Hey, we're going to talk about deer hunting in February, Larry. It's time to uh, do a little scouting and kind of get that on our mind, start shaping up the fall right now. But first of all, I want to know where you are. Where in the world is Mr. Whitetail? Because I never know where I'm going to catch you when you answer the phone. <laughs> you know, sometimes I don't know for sure either, Billy, but it's worked out. Uh, you kind of caught me actually on my little place in the northern part of Colorado County. I'm um, out here, of all things, kind of looking around a little bit, doing uh, fertilizing a little bit of native browse and, and uh, kind of looking to see what the rouse species are here and, and kind of looking for a shed antler or two and if I can find a rubber scrape. Kind of getting ready. You know, it, it, it's a long way from deer season, but it's never too early to get started. Well, we caught you at the right time because that's what I want to talk about today is scouting during the spring to make life a little easier in the fall and uh, kind of help us get through those uh, rigors of a long, hot summer. Uh, what are you looking for this time of year while you're out uh, while you're out uh, doing a little scout, deer scouting for white-tailed deer? What I'm doing right now is is I'm just kind of going around a little bit. And, of course, as I mentioned, looking for a shed antler, too, trying to see which bucks made it through the hunting season and through the winter and try to get an idea. You know, you get a pretty good idea as to the age of, of a deer by looking at the shed antler. A small antler, of course, it's, it's probably going to be a, a young deer. But if you look at that pedicle attachment area where that antler attaches to the skull as opposed to just above the burr where you have the main beam, if, if that deer is a, is a really young deer and he's, he's got a fairly small antler, you ought to have a pretty decent-sized pedicle area. The beam's going to be a little smaller. When that deer is like a two- or three-year-old deer, that pedicle ought to be fair size, and then right above the burr, if you've had decent nutrition, it ought to be about the same size as that attachment area. And when you get into the older age classes, like the four, five, six, seven, eight-year-olds, if they're on decent nutrition, they'll have a big pedicle attachment area, and then that main beam above that burr will be bigger than that attachment area. So by looking at antlers like that, you can get a pretty good idea sometimes as to uh, what kind of age structure you have. And again, you, you know where that deer made it through the through the season he, he's made it at least to the point where he's dropped his antlers and that's also a pretty good indication that if particularly if it's an old mature buck he may be very close to where you find those shed antlers because i will tell you that in years past 
I paid a lot of attention to those kind of things, and, and quite often I shot old secretive-type bucks within 100 yards or less of where I found the shed antlers. So good time to be scouting for those kind of things. Hey, that's a really good tip right there. And, uh, you know, this time of year, uh, when you're out looking around like that, if you're in their bedding area, their real secret area, that can all be forgiven by fall. That's not something you want to do in November, uh, but uh, right now you can kind of get away with that, can't you? You can. Right now, as far as I'm concerned, is the very best time to do, to do scouting like that, where you are concerned maybe that you might bump a deer or whatever. He's not going to pay a whole lot of attention to you right now. The other thing that we're kind of doing, too, while I'm out here is, is if you've had – I learned over the years that there are all kinds of different scrapes, but I mean rubs as well. But to me, there's an active rub or an in, inactive rub. And sometimes these bucks walk along, and they just kind of hook the bridge a little bit and keep going. But there are also some places where those bucks return to year after year. So one of the things that I'm looking for is, is some of the rubs that are out there. I want to see that they look like they were rubbed on this past year. And I want to look to see, too, if they may have been rubbed on in years past because, again, sometimes particular old mature bucks have a tendency to come back to the same spot to rub their antlers each year. And same thing's kind of true on, on, uh, on if you find what looked like an active scrape. I mean, even now, with as green as it is and the green up that we're having in other places compared to where I am, you can still see where they kind of push that dirt around with their front feet, and you can see where they kind of nuzzled and kind of bit on that uh, overhanging limb. So... Right now is a good time to find those things, and, and uh, I'm not very technically minded, so my my uh, uh, technology, I guess, is amounts to more than taking a, a sheet of paper and a pencil and drawing out the property and then kind of marking off where I find rubs and scrapes right now so that I know that may be a place that I want to return to or hunt fairly close to come this fall. When will fawns be on the ground in your part of the country? Uh, uh, we're talking about the Texas Hill Country. Well, the Texas Hill Country and kind of the southeast, the eastern part of the state, you lead, we have our rut varies so very much over the state, but uh, we'll have fawns on the ground in a lot of those areas by the first or second week of May, uh, and maybe even a little bit earlier. Some of our does this year seem going into the rut were in really good shape. They probably got bred early a little bit, so usually by the middle of May, we got a lot of fawns on the ground, and when you hit farther south, uh, like in the deep south Texas, then generally you start seeing fawns that last week of June and usually that first week of, of July. But uh, it won't be long now. We'll have fawns on the ground on lots of parts in the state of Texas. Uh, is that something, uh, when it comes to your scouting, that concerns you? Do you want to try to be out of the woods when those fawns hit the ground, have your scouting done? I, I try to have most of my scouting done by then. But, uh, you know, there's still an opportunity to get out there in that time of the year, too. And, and again, Generally, you don't disturb those fawns that much or the does. I, I try to do a lot of scouting during that time looking for deer because by then, pretty soon you're going to be able to tell kind of what those bucks are going to start looking like. I'll, I'll find a good spot where I can sit with a spot and scope and a binocular and, and uh, maybe watch the areas that they feed into. And by watching those does, it also will give me a pretty good idea of what kind of fawn survival rate we might have come the fall. And that's one of the things we as hunters sometimes forget is that, uh, if, you know, if you're interested in five- and six-year-old bucks, those old mature bucks, now, this coming fall, you need to go back to see what kind of fawn survival rate we had five and six years ago. If, if we didn't have much of a fawn survival rate, there are not going to be many bucks in that age class. And uh, that's one of the reasons that we tried so hard to always be sure that we have a at least, say, a 40% or better fawn survival rate on the property, at least that I try to go hunt on, because I know if that's the case, 
you know, four, five, six, seven, eight years from now, if we can maintain that kind of uh, uh, fund survival rate, there's going to be a fair number of funds, or a fair number of funds that have grown up into those older age class bucks. Thank you, Larry. Mr. Whitetail, Larry Wyson. Thank you to Joshua Creek Ranch for bringing us this corner of the camp house at Kinder Outdoors. They sell memberships now, personal, family, corporate, making it possible for you to visit the ranch more often. This is a Kinder Outdoors Conservation Minute, a focus on people that make a difference. The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. Preserving what we love and educating the next generation every day. To learn more, visit us at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, let's grab a cup of coffee and stretch our legs. This is Kinder Outdoors, presented by Patriot Mobile. Nothing can be believed which is seen in a newspaper. Truth itself becomes suspicious by being put into that polluted vehicle. Thomas Jefferson, June 11, 1807. Patriot Mobile, supporting free speech with Kinder Outdoors. Hey, thanks for hanging around with us today at Kinder Outdoors. We sure do appreciate this, this corner of the camp house. Brought to you by Purina Pro Plan for your hardworking bird dogs. It's Pro Plan Performance in the Purple Sport Bag. 30% protein and 20% fat. Pick it up at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Before the leg stretch, we were talking with Mr. Whitetail, Larry Wysoon, about springtime scouting for whitetail deer. What can we do now to make fall better? He had more to say on that topic. Uh, you were permitting scrapes uh, earlier, you really have to look for them this time of year, as you mentioned, with this new growth coming on in the spring, but you can still find those old scrapes. The rubs are going to be there. You're going to find those. Scrapes are really key, though, uh, because like you said, they'll come back to those year after year after year. You want to make sure you take your GPS or your Big Chief tablet, whatever your uh, technology is, and, <laughs> and mark those spots, though, uh, as you put together your, your plan for the fall. Uh, you know what else is happening this time of year? The snakes are moving. You haven't bumped into any of those, have you? <laughs> no, sir, I haven't, but I can assure you that I'm wearing knit boots that go up to my knees because I pull cattle off of some of the property that we've got for a year or so now, and there's lots of cover on the ground, and I suspect there's a fair amount of prey for the copperheads and rattlesnakes and cottonmouths and 
in uh, coral snakes that we have uh, in this area, <laughs> my little places. So you're right. You you got to be really careful. I mean, this doesn't be definitely afraid of, but it's just you you like I try to be is just cognizant and remember, hey, there's snakes in this area. Watch where I put my feet. Be careful what I pick up. You know, don't stick my hand underneath the log. You know, those kind of things. And and uh, not as long as people do that, your chances of getting bit are bitten are, are fairly slim. I mean, usually those those snakes, if less there in the process, maybe of shedding skin, they're going to be fairly secretive. And they're going to be a little bit on the shy side. Other than that, like I said, if they're shedding that skin, sometimes they be a little bit on the mean side. And, and uh, but other than that, I think we're going to be in pretty good shape. There there's a fair number of snakes out, but uh, you know, just be careful. You know, there's a place I've hunted in West Texas now for over 20 years, and I had 27 quail feeders set up on that place. And every eight weeks, uh, I would go out. I don't feed it anymore, but I would go out religiously and put a pallet of uh, corn out uh, going around to all those feeders. And I always carried my shotgun because invariably, and if you're a year-round feeder, deer, quail, doesn't matter. This is a real good tip for you. Keep the shotgun handy. Keep your eyes open because those those snakes love to lay next to a feeder because they know a mouse is going to be coming up there to get a piece of that corn. And I can't tell you how many rattlesnakes I've killed around feeders in the summertime and spring and summer, Larry. Well, you're exactly right. And that's, that's what draws them right there, as you mentioned, is the, the prey species that get in there, the rats and rabbits and mice and even birds to some extent. So you're right. If you've got a year-round feeder situation, regardless of what you're doing, for whatever your purpose is, is please be careful around those areas. Not just right at the feeder, but in the perimeter as well, too. You betcha. Hey, my last question to you is about feeding. Uh, a lot of states that we're talking to today can't feed. A lot can. Uh, do you see any benefit in feeding year-round when there's plenty of browse, plenty to eat, or is that just a seasonal thing? To me, one of the things that we have to remember is that we're really not feeding the deer. We're feeding the room of floor within the, the, the room and the digestive system of that deer. And any time that you dramatically change the intake of types of different feed or food or forage, whatever the case is, that floor has to adjust. And sometimes it can, if you, if you're feeding and then you stop, you're pushing that deer on a totally different diet. That, that's really kind of a setback because then that room on the floor has to totally readjust kind of thing. So to me, if, if you're going to feed, if you're going to supplementally feed, try to do it on a year-round basis. At least make it available to where you can keep that room on the floor within that deer's digestive system happy. And if you can do that, you're going to be way ahead rather than going uh, and taking a chance of having that total turnover of that floor. And it kind of sets the deer back a little bit when you do that. Hey, you just made me feel a lot better about my corn bill. Thank you. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Larry, good talking to you always. Let's go fishing. Billy, I'm ready. I, I, I need some more of them plays of uh, crappie that you gave me one time. By golly, I can't wait for the next go-around on them. Done deal. Larry Wysoon, Mr. Whitetail, dear friend, and a very knowledgeable guy. We sure do appreciate him. This corner of the Cap House brought to you by Purina Pro Plan. If you'll just keep an eye on things, you'll notice that about 90% of the field trial champions across North America are fed Purina Pro Plan performance formula. There's a bag waiting for your champ at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. 
They're going to have a big time in Albuquerque, New Mexico today at the 2024 New Mexico Outdoor Adventures Hunting and Fishing Show. It actually opened up yesterday, runs through tomorrow at the Manuel Lujan Building. They say it's in Expo, New Mexico. Expo, New Mexico is the big expo hall in Albuquerque. There's going to be a turkey calling challenge today, an elk calling challenge tomorrow, a pellet gun shooting range, an archery range, plenty to do for the whole family. Admission only three bucks for adults, free to youth age 17 and younger, and anyone that holds a valid New Mexico hunting or fishing license. Go check it out today at the Expo Hall in Albuquerque, New Mexico, today and tomorrow. Hi, I'm Walter Perry. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Maybe you've heard me talking about Patriot Mobile and you want to know more, but you don't want to lose any of the quality that you currently have with your cell phone. Why would you make the switch to Patriot Mobile? Well, you're going to get the same strong, same Strong 5G and 4G dependable nationwide coverage that you have now. The difference is the company that you're working with when you pay your bill every month to Patriot Mobile. Competitive rates, by the way, you're probably going to save some money. A portion of that bill, when you pay it, is going to go to fight for the good old USA. Important stuff like our veterans and first responders, our Second Amendment, our First Amendment. How about our religious freedoms and sanctity of life? These things are all greatly important to Patriot Mobile. The company exists to fight for patriotism in America. Make the switch and let me, Billy Kinder, pay your activation fee. Just use the promo code KINDER, K-I-N-D-E-R. I stand for my brothers who can't stand anymore. Men who hunted terrorists to the ends of the earth. Who sacrificed their bodies and their lives so that we could peacefully live ours. I stand for the children, the spouses, and parents whose family made the ultimate sacrifice for us. We are all standing. We're the National Rifle Association of America, and we are freedom's safest place. If you sell hunting, fishing, outdoors products, and you'd like to directly speak to folks like me that enjoy the great outdoors, this might be a great place for you to advertise. Kinder Outdoors. We reach many thousands of hunters and fishermen each and every week all across the country and right here at home. This is the perfect place for you to advertise your goods and services. This puts you in the pickup, in the blind, and on the boat when we are. Come see us at kinderoutdoors.com to learn more. Weatherford Truck Equipment has been supplying premium truck accessories and equipment since 1997. Chip Knees and the crew at Weatherford Truck Equipment are pros that can totally equip your farm, work, or town truck to totally suit your needs. Flatbeds, grill guards, bumpers, bed covers, toolboxes, hitches, running boards, or any custom fabrication that you can scheme up for your truck. Weatherford Truck Equipment is located at 2620 Ranger Highway in Weatherford, Texas, just 20 minutes west of Fort Worth. Visit online at weatherfordtruck.com and take a look at the exceptional quality in our truck accessories and customized metal fabrication. Ranch truck, service truck, special purpose truck, it's all at Weatherford Truck Equipment. 
Contact Chip and set up an appointment to talk over your truck accessory or custom fabrication needs. Weatherford Truck Equipment, 2620 Ranger Highway in Weatherford. Dove hunting in Argentina is well documented, but as my friends at JJ Caseria, Cordoba Doves will tell you, the duck hunting is unmatched anywhere in the world. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative for JJ Caseria. The duck lodge uh, is in Corrientes. We shoot 30 ducks in the morning and 10 per days in the afternoon. We have 11 different species of ducks. We have a duck season from the 15th of April to the 31st of August. You are assured before you ever leave American soil that you're going to feel welcome and at home when you hunt with your new friends at J.J. Castoria. Our lodge is beautiful. It's four years old. It has 10 double bedrooms, all with private baths, all heated and air-conditioned. Uh, it's very comfortable. We don't put on air, so you'll feel as relaxed in the lodge as you do in your living room. Hunt world-class doves and ducks in Argentina. Plan next year now by visiting cordobadoves.com. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. Welcome to Kinder Outdoors, presented to you by Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. My special guest on the show this week is Jadon Reeve. He is a member, longtime member of CAT, Crappie Anglers of Texas, and a lake that he kind of specializes in is a very famous lake for both bass and crappie, Lake Fork out in East Texas. We had a conversation with him about how to go about catching those big old crappie on Lake Fork and also a very special event that benefits others while you have fun fishing. Full friend Jay Reeve. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good, Billy. How are you? I mean, it's all good. It's all good. I, you know, if I look close enough at the oak trees around the house, I can see little bitty buds on there, Jay. They're trying. Spring is coming. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm seeing little bitty buds on my peach tree, and that's starting to worry me. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you want to forget about the office and get that boat ready to roll. It won't be long, and we'll be out on the water. Uh, I want to talk to you about being out on the water for a really good reason. Every year, in the spring of the year, uh, Crappie Anglers of Texas hosts a really special crappie tournament and it's coming up again isn't it yes sir it is march 23rd 2024 it's going to be the 11th annual crappie fest 2024 wow. crappie fest yeah we've been doing this for 11 years we're hard to believe but uh yeah it just it just keeps getting better and better and i guess it's going to be again on lake fork yes sir once again um that that's our home for crappie fest we're going to be on we're going to be on Lake Fork, and actually this year we're really excited. We've got a new weigh-in location. Um, the Sabine River Authority has put in a brand-new uh, launch and recreation facility. It's called Caney Point Recreation Area, uh, and it's over on Highway 154, just north of the bridge that goes across the east arm um, of, uh, of Lake Fork, and it is state-of-the-art. I mean, they've got a, a, a massive six-lane launch ramp, and I don't mean maybe fit six boats in. It is six individual lanes with plenty of room. they got parking for hundreds of boats and trailers, overflow parking. They've got a huge pavilion. 
Um, man, it is, it's going to make this tournament so much better. You can, you can drive over and have plenty of room to, to weigh in. Or if you want, you can just pull up in your boat. I mean, that's the cool part now. So we're, we're really excited about our new location right there on the lake, uh, at Caney Point Recreation Area. Yeah. And you know, the high school parking lot was good to us for a long time, but you can't beat this. <laughs> State no. of the art, like you that's said. That's right. That's well, give right. us, yeah, we just give keep us, out growing everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give us the nuts and bolts. How do we enter? Where do we go for more info? What's the format? Tell us about this. You bet. You bet. Yeah. You can go to the, the easiest way to get all the information is to go to crappiefest.com. Um, very easy to get to. It'll take you straight to the web page. Um, the, the tournament hours are from 7 a.m. To 1 p.m. and you got to be in the weigh-in line by 2 p.m. Uh, registering for the tournament is super easy. Uh, you can register online there at copyfest.com. You can come by Lake Fork Trophy Lures there in Emory, one of our big sponsors. You can go to Lake Fork Trophy Lures from 5 to 6 p.m. Uh, on Friday, the 22nd, the day before the tournament, we'll be there signing people up in person. Uh, and then I'll even be over there from, from 6 to 7 a.m. the morning of the tournament at, uh, at, at Lake Fork, uh, Trophy Lures to sign you up. So, uh, very easy to sign up. Um, it's a $100 entry fee per person. Uh, the kids, man, we've got a sponsor, um, uh, Northside Salvage, that is our, our junior angler sponsor. And we've got over $2,000 worth of prizes for the kids. It's free for the kids to fish. We've got two age divisions, lots of great prizes for the kids. Uh, we're going to give away over $40,000 in cash uh, for, for the adult anglers. Uh, we pay the top 20 prizes, I mean top 20 places, um, first place, is going to be a minimum of $5,500 in cash. Uh, and that's for one crappie. That's the cool part about crappie fish. It is a, it's a big fish tournament. Uh, one fish, one way in, uh, and, uh, and, and there's a lot of cash. You can, you can, you can weigh in a big fish. We've got special awards, uh, for, we call it the, we call it the exact weight bonus. Uh, if you weigh in a crappie that weighs exactly 1.0 zero zero pounds and you're the first angler to do so you get five hundred dollars um there's golden tickets um you don't even have to catch a fish if you're if you're a paid entrant uh you come up and check in at the weigh-in and uh and we'll give you a golden ticket and if your number's drawn you win a thousand dollars we've got like three or four of those thousand dollar prizes that we're giving away so this is an unusual tournament you know it's not all about being a being a pro crappie angler, this is for this is for mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and all the kids. You know, it's just a great time and a great chance to come out and and see some mighty big crappie wade in and have a chance to catch a real big one on your own too. Yeah, you know, it it might take it might take a little special know how to put together a seven fish bag that has a chance of winning, but anybody can get lucky once and catch that two and a half three pound crappie. Uh, of a lifetime, especially out on Lake Fork, weigh one fish, catch one fish, go weigh that fish. You never know uh, if that yeah. fish is going to be worth money or not. Uh, so, Jay, you guys are motivated to do all of this hard work uh, and work year-round for this tournament for a very special cause. 
Yes, we are. My wife is now an eight-year survivor of ovarian cancer, and she is uh, she's on the board for the National Ovarian Cancer Coalition, and we use this tournament as an opportunity uh, to raise awareness and raise funds for the National Ovarian Cancer Coalition. It's a great cause. It's a super good organization, um, and, and Rhonda has been really dedicated to this uh, in, in raising awareness and and. Uh, um, the proceeds from the tournament uh, will benefit will benefit the uh, the National Ovarian Cancer Coalition, which is obviously very near and dear to our heart. So it's a it, and we've got we'll have a lot of NOCC members out there and uh, lots of good information for uh, uh, for for ladies that uh, that want to know more and for and for husbands, fathers, brothers that want to know more about this. So it's a great organization and we, we we're proud to support it. You know, we hear a lot about breast cancer, but more and more through the past couple of decades, I'm hearing more about ovarian cancer, uh, and it uh, it hits a lot more often than I think a lot of us realize. A lot of women are affected by ovarian cancer. Yeah, that's very very true, Billy. And and the thing that's that's so scary about ovarian cancer is there's there's not a test for it. You know, there's they have mammograms and screenings for uh, for breast cancer and other types of screening for cancers, ovarian cancer doesn't have a screening test, and its symptoms are are kind of you know nondescript, and so and so a lot of times ovarian cancer isn't, isn't discovered until in, it's in the late stages, and so you know it's important to it's important to know what those signs and symptoms are, and that's why you know that's one of the reasons we we have this tournament to help help put the word out and. Provide information to to people on on what those signs and symptoms are. I got a, a phone call recently, Jay, from a guy in South Dakota. I have fished with him a number of times on Lake Oahe. We catch great big smallmouth and walleye up there on Lake Oahe, South Dakota. And he said, "Billy, I'm coming to Lake Fork." And I said, "Oh, you want one of those 13 pound Texas largemouth bass?" He said, "No, I want an ice chest full of those famous Lake Fork crappie." <laughs> When when we come back from the break here, Jay, I want you to, in your mind, take us crappie fishing on Lake Fork. Give us some tips, techniques, tactics that work for you, okay? All right, that sounds good. Thank you to my dear friends at Purina Pro Plan. I fed my hardworking bird dogs and my lovable lap dogs Purina Pro Plan formulas long before this radio show was ever in existence. I, like dog owners across the country have discovered the greatness of Purina Pro Plan formulas. And there's one that's perfect for your dog. Pick up a bag at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. This is professional hunter Ivan Carter with Kinder Outdoors. When you drop your wild game off at Cinnamon Creek Ranch Wild Game Processing, go ahead, order up your ground meat and breakfast sausage. But don't stop there. We worked on a taco meat for three years to where women and kids would eat it, and a chili that we make now where you just take these things home and just throw them in a crock pot or fry them in a pan and they're ready to go. Our tamales are probably hands down to anyone's. They're double meat and, you know, masa and they're simple and they're and they're we just can't make them fast enough they're fully cooked all you got to do is poke two or three holes in the bag that we give them to you in and throw them in the microwave for three and a half minutes aside and it's like we just pulled them out of our steamer the day we made them these items have become staples in our home robin's favorite is the taco meat i'm partial to the tamales 
And what a feast when we put it all together for friends and family. Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing, just north of Fort Worth, about a mile from Cabela's as the crow flies. CinnamonCreekRanch.com. When we're not on the road hunting or fishing America, Kinder Outdoors calls the Vineyards Campground and Cabins in Grapevine, Texas, home. It has everything I need to prepare and broadcast coast-to-coast and border-to-border each week. Full hookups, cable TV, and 50-amp service at every RV site. Strong Wi-Fi that's powerful enough to ship Kinder Outdoors to you, no matter where you are in the U.S. or Canada. Most importantly, I can walk out of my fifth wheel and launch my boat at the Vineyards Boat Ramp without ever leaving the gated property. There's a sandy beach, a fully stocked camp store complete with firewood, groceries, and even commonly needed RV supplies. Rent a golf cart to make your way around this giant park, located on the shores of Grapevine Lake, Texas. Every single cabin and RV is lakefront or lake view, and you're just blocks away from Main Street Grapevine with fantastic shopping and dining. As you can imagine, the Vineyards Campground and Cabin stays pretty busy, so why don't you block a little time right now at VineyardsCampground.com. Freedom Hunters, they say thank you to our very bravest and finest in a very special way. Uh, We're a 501c3 military outreach program. We take servicemen and their families out on outdoor ventures, mainly hunting, fishing, shooting trips all around the country and internationally, too. These trips are more than a thank you and a good time, far more. It invigorates them. The healing comes out of it. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing. I started it just as a thank you, as a give back. I had no idea the therapeutic value of these hunts. I mean, it, it just it changes them. You can see it in their eyes. When they show up at camp, they're quiet and, and reserved. By the end of, end of camp, they're opened up and, uh, you know, chatting with other veterans. It's amazing. You can go on our website. We've got a donation button. Or just email us and say, hey, here's the opportunity. We'll fit a vet into that opportunity, whatever it is. Freedomhunters.org. National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted in just about every western state. Uh, Yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read, because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and say, hey... That's phony. This is this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read The Tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The Tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. 
This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. Patriot Mobile, our mission is to defend freedom with great partners like you and Kinder Outdoors. Put Joshua Creek Ranch on the schedule for 2024. Yes, you can hunt deer in the summertime. Axis deer, check them out on this low fence, free range, Texas Hill Country Ranch. Joshua Creek Ranch. Jay, thanks for hanging on, buddy. I appreciate it. Hey, glad to be back. Glad to be with you, Billy. Tell me uh, one more time, just so folks can look at it while we're uh, while we're talking about fishing here. Uh, when is Crappie Fest, and how do we learn more? Crappie Fest is March 23rd this year, and you can go to crappiefest.com. Real easy to get to. Go online to crappiefest.com. All the information, tournament rules, sign-up forms, everything you need to know is right there on that website. I get phone calls from and emails from folks around the country that listen to the show. They know we're based here in Texas and North Texas, and they like to talk about Lake Fork uh, a lot. And, and a lot of these folks want to know how to crappie fish our great Texas lakes uh, and have some success. They're only here for two, three days, maybe a week tops, and they want to know how to launch the boat and go catch some crappie. So springtime crappie. On Lake Fork, I would think that that would be a, a an easier time of year to figure these fish out. Well, it can be. That's uh, you know springtime fishing for crappie anyway. It's, it's here today, gone tomorrow, and that's why you know if if I had if I had one tip uh, above all others for springtime crappie fishing on Lake Fork, um, I would say don't go shallow. Uh, now, if you go shallow and you find them, that's great. Uh, but a lot of people get up there and beat the banks for those crappies this time of year. And, and they're not there except just, you know, for a very short period of time. We have our best luck on Lake Fork in the springtime uh, fishing trees in 10 to 15 foot of water. Now, those fish may only be two or three foot deep, um, but, you know, they stay out there. And a lot of these fish spawn on those trees. So, you know, Lake Fork. I've heard I've heard guys say if you want to catch a crappie on Lake Fork, um, find a boat arc tree and go fishing. And uh, you know, it can it can be that simple. But uh, you know, just be sure be sure and don't go too shallow because those big females likely to be hanging out on those those big boat arc trees out in that in that little bit deeper water staging and waiting to go in the spot. So when you do launch your boat at Lake Fork. Uh, you're going to have crappie on your mind, but it's really important that you have boat arc trees on your mind for safety purposes. That that can be a dangerous lake. Oh, with, yeah, without a doubt, and especially now, I think the lake's probably back full after all the all the rain that we've got, uh, and it's deceiving. Um, there are boat lanes, uh, marked boat lanes where you can run, and uh, my wife would tell you um, that uh, you need to make sure and. If you're running wide open, you need to be in one of those boat lanes. I, I thought I had a had a place figured out one time where I could run that wasn't on the boat lanes. And yeah, about eight thousand dollars later, I found out that I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so, so yeah, it's important to make sure if you're if you're not in those boat lanes, you better be you better be off the plane and on idle because you're you're gonna hit some stumps. Yes, you are. You're gonna bounce. And, and if you're real proud of that new wrap you got on the boat or that pretty fiberglass, you might want to pick a different lake because you're gonna get uh, boat art trees and bridge pilings are gonna get you if you're crappie okay. fishing on. Lake Fork. What if folks are coming a little bit later? They're going to wait for the kids to get out of school, and they're going to come this summer to fish. Well, that's what I love about Lake Fork. You know, all you got to do there is just move out a little deeper. You know, and frankly, summertime is just, and especially early summertime, you can just catch a ton of fish uh, on Lake Fork. Um, Bodarks year-round, well, maybe not the wintertime, but Bodarks for the most part, especially in the summertime, those hold fish, um, and, uh, and and just move out a little deeper. You know, a lot of times uh, in the summertime, you can find those fish in in uh, you know 20 to 30 foot of water. Again, they're they're probably not going to be right down on the bottom, uh, but they love those bodark trees. You know, the bodarks are the ones that you know, unlike a lot of the hardwoods that have a lot of you know straight up and down timber, those bodarks have a lot of limbs that go horizontal uh, you know and those and those crappie like to get right up underneath those limbs and i think that's why the boat art trees are are so good uh and there's also some uh some cedar trees on on lake fork and uh and if you can find some cedar trees and you got some pretty healthy line and a good strong hook and a pretty stiff rod you can get out there and and, and pull a lot of fish off of those cedar trees too so so yeah, you just you just same pattern, and you know if you're used to bass fishing, and you know how you know fish move uh, from spring to summer. You know in the spring they'll kind of be in the backs of the coves a lot of times, um, and as as it gets warmer they'll move out to main lake points and they, Same thing for the same thing for the crappie. Follow the follow the migration, but uh, uh, be looking for the bodark trees and just get out a little deeper and. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, 15, 15 to 20 foot uh, deep is where the fish will probably be sitting, uh, and, and get out there and catch you. So now, Jay, I know you've got a color or two that you really like on Lake Fork. Are you giving up any secrets here? You know, Lake Fork is. <laughs> I don't think I don't think color makes a lot of difference. I'm one of the, I'm one of those kind of guys. If I'm going to Lake Fork, the very first jig I'm going to drop is going to be white and chartreuse. Um, and and especially in the summertime, chances are that jig's going to be tipped with a minnow or a, a piece of a minnow, a minnow head or or at least a, a, a crappie nibble or something like that. But white and chartreuse is, is by far my favorite. Um, you know, sometimes you can get orange, bright orange, especially if there's been some rain and some runoff, bright orange, black and chartreuse will work. Um, but, you know, Lake Fork is one of those lakes that um, – White, white and chartreuse, black and chartreuse, one of those two is going to catch fish. You put it down in front of them, especially if it's tipped with a minute, and you're going to uh, you're going to hammer some big crappie. So the dog days of summer and the coldest points of winter, do you go full minnows all the time, or do you stay home in the air conditioner or the heater? <laughs> no, no, and that's you know you talk about being able to pattern a fish. The, the heat of the summertime, I think, is the best crappie fishing of all. They don't. You you can go back. You can fish the same area for a week, and those fish won't go anywhere. They get into that holding pattern. They'll get deeper. Uh, winter time, they'll get deeper. I mean, this winter, 
you know, we were catching, we were, they get on the deep timber uh, or in the deep part of the lake, you know, uh, we were catching, we were catching crappie this winter time, uh, you know, in, um, 35 to 50 foot of water, 40, 35 to 45 foot of water. Um, and sometimes those fish should be down there 30 to 35 to 40 foot deep. Um, but you're still fishing trees. Now there, you know, hardwoods, uh, the big hardwood trees on the creek channels, on those deep river channels, uh, would, would be holding the fish. And that's the same pattern for the summertime. You usually don't get quite as deep as that. Um, summertime is about fishing the thermoclimbs. You gotta find that thermocline in the summer and fish right at or above that thermocline. So the fish may still be in trees on the river channel in 40 foot of water, uh, but if that thermocline is set up at, you know, 15 to 18 foot deep, those fish are gonna be stacked right there on that on that thermocline level so uh yeah you, you can catch fish all all year round uh on on lake fork in most texas lakes you know it's texas is just a great great state to go crappie fishing jay don reeve and the big one fish crappie tournament uh that he helps put together every year is coming up on march 23rd where they ought to be out there about 10 to 15 feet jay said on the bodarks if you were paying attention Go out there and get you a big one and win some big money at Crappie Fest. CrappieFest.com, that's all we need to know, right? Yes, sir. That'll take care of it. And don't forget that three-pound, if you catch a three-pound crappie uh, and weigh it in at Crappie Fest, courtesy of Sea Arc Boats, our monster crappie bonus, that'll add an extra $7,500 to your prize. So you can win over $12,000 for one single fish at Crappie Fest this year on March 23rd. I'm going to go tie fresh line on the crappie rods right now, Jay. <laughs> hey, hey, good luck. Have a big one, okay? And we'll be talking to you again. Thank you so much, Billy. Beretta, Orvis, Shooting Sportsman, Remington Select all agree. Joshua Creek Ranch is one of the finest hunting destinations on planet Earth. Learn more about them at kinderoutdoors.com. Hi, I'm Jim Shockey, and it's time once again to invite you to our annual Jim Shockey Classic two-day charity event where we all get together to celebrate and honor those who have served and sacrificed. All of us deeply admire the invaluable sacrifices made by our military personnel. 100% of the proceeds fund all expense-paid Shockey tribute hunts through the Freedom Hunters Military Outreach Program. In addition to the golf tournament, there will be a sporting clay tournament on Sunday morning before the banquet. So join me April 14th and 15th, 2024 at the award-winning Barnsley Resort in Adersville, Georgia, nestled in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains. Visit JimShockeyClassic.com to sponsor, to register, or to donate, and also to learn more about our great event. I really hope to see you there. The reason you missed that big buck isn't because you're a lousy shot. It's because you need a new optic from Marksman Firearms. With locations in Mansfield, Wichita Falls, Granbury, and Killeen, there's a Marksman Firearms location near you. Rifles, shotguns, targets, ammo, optics, scopes, rangefinders, trail cameras, knives, and much more. MarksmanFirearms.com. Make your mark at Marksman. These are unsettling and even scary times for many people. 
But for others, there's peace, even as an angry world cries out. The source of that peace is Jesus Christ. I'm John Watson, pastor at Cornerstone Bible Church in Roanoke, Texas. At Cornerstone, we teach the Bible with no man-made religion added in. Join us online Sunday mornings at 1015 Central at csbiblechurch.org. It's just God's Word, csbiblechurch.org. I wish you could see the incredible pheasant mount that I got back from my buddy Roy Holdridge at True Life Taxidermy in Granbury, Texas. The mount of these pheasants in their native habitat is just phenomenal. I really try to preserve my memories from the field in a way that's worthy of spending the time and money on taxidermy. So when my son and I shot these two pheasants on the rise up in South Dakota, I tucked them away from the meat birds because I knew I wanted to send them to Roy. I also gathered up some of the corn stalks and dirt and stubble that we were hunting in. Roy took those raw products and recreated an unbelievable replica of our memory. In fact, you can see it at kinderoutdoors.com. Roy can do this for you, too. TrueLifeTaxidermy.org. True Life Taxidermy, Granbury, Texas. Winter at the lake is a wonderful thing. The still, quiet solace of the woods and water at Grapevine Lake offer the perfect opportunity to slow the season down a bit. Tucked away behind a secure gated entry and snuggled on the still shore of Grapevine Lake is the national award-winning Vineyards Campground and Cabins. Full hookups, lightning-fast Wi-Fi, and cable TV at every campsite and cabin keep you connected, even when you're getting away. The Vineyard sites and fully furnished cabins are the perfect place to kick off the new year and enjoy the great outdoors. Our unique location makes you feel far away from the hustle and bustle when you're just a few blocks from historic downtown Grapevine, the Christmas capital of Texas, offering shops, restaurants, and all the sights and sounds of the season. Cozy cabins, spacious pull-through sites, and a camp store on site to provide whatever you need. Always keeping your health and safety a priority, come enjoy nature's original way to social distance. Come see us this winter. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com Hop in the truck. Half the fun is just getting there. Kinder Outdoors. Presented to you by Patreon Mobile. America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Hear that little bird? That's what your mornings sound like with a good cup of coffee on the patio at your private cabin at Joshua Creek Ranch. <laughs> and then, of course, the day holds all kinds of excitement and wonder. Learn more about my friends at Joshua Creek Ranch. Five-star everything at kinderoutdoors.com. In case you missed it, about an hour ago, Mr. Whitetail, Larry Wysoon, was talking to us about springtime scouting for whitetail deer. Yes, there's work we can do now that will better our time in the woods this fall. Larry, good to talk to you, buddy. What part of the world are you in this time around? Because I never know. <laughs> you know, sometimes I don't know for sure either, Billy, but it's worked out. Uh, you kind of caught me actually on my little place in the northern part of Colorado County. I'm um, out here, of all things, kind of looking around a little bit, doing uh, 
fertilizing a little bit of native browse and, and uh, kind of looking to see what the rouse species are here and, and kind of looking for a shed antler or two, and if I can find a rubber scrape. Kind of getting ready. You know, it, it, it's a long way from deer season, but it's never too early to get started. <laughs> well, we caught you at the right time because that's what I want to talk about today is scouting during the spring to make life a little easier in the fall and uh, kind of help us get through those uh, rigors of a long, hot summer. Uh, what are you looking for this time of year while you're out uh, while you're out uh, doing a little scout deer scouting for white-tailed deer? What I'm doing right now is is I'm just kind of going around a little bit, and of course, as I mentioned, looking for a shed antler too, trying to see which bucks made it through the hunting season and through the winter, and try to get an idea. You know, you get a pretty good idea as to the age of, of a deer by looking at the shed antler. A small antler, of course, it's it's probably going to be a, a young deer. But if you look at that pedicle attachment area where that antler attaches to the skull, as opposed to just above the burr where you have the main beam, if if that deer is a, is a really young deer and he's he's got a fairly small antler, you ought to have a pretty decent sized pedicle area. The beam's going to be a little smaller. When that deer is like a two or three year old deer. That pedicle ought to be fair size, and then right above the burr, if you've had decent nutrition, it ought to be about the same size as that attachment area. And when you get into the older age classes, like the four, five, six, seven, eight-year-olds, if they're on decent nutrition, they'll have a big pedicle attachment area, and then that main beam above that burr will be bigger than that attachment area. So by looking at antlers like that, you can get a pretty good idea sometimes as to uh, what kind of age structure you have. And again, you, you know where that deer made it through the through the season he, he's made it at least to the point where he's dropped his antlers and that's also a pretty good indication that if particularly if it's an old mature buck he may be very close to where you find those shed antlers because i will tell you that in years past i uh, paid a lot of attention to those kind of things and and quite often i shot old secretive type bucks within 100 yards or less of where i found the shed antlers so good time to be scouting for those kind of things Hey, that's a really good tip right there. And, uh, you know, this time of year, uh, when you're out looking around like that, if you're in their bedding area, their real secret area, that can all be forgiven by fall. That's not something you want to do in November, uh, but uh, right now you can kind of get away with that, can't you? You can. Right now, as far as I'm concerned, is the very best time to do, to do scouting like that, where you are concerned maybe that you might bump a deer or whatever. He's not going to pay a whole lot of attention to you right now. The other thing that we're kind of doing, too, while I'm out here is, is if you've had – I learned over the years that there are all kinds of different scrapes, but, I mean, rubs as well. But to me, there's an active rub or an in, inactive rub. And sometimes these bucks walk along and they just kind of hook the brush a little bit and keep going. But there are also some places where those bucks return to year after year. So one of the things that I'm looking for is, is some of the rubs that are out there. I want to see that they look like they were rubbed on this past year. And I want to look to see, too, if they may have been rubbed on in years past because, again, sometimes particular old mature bucks have a tendency to come back to the same spot to rub their antlers each year. And same thing's kind of true on on, uh, on if you find what looked like an active scrape. I mean, even now, with as green as it is and the green up that we're having in other places compared to where I am, you can still see where they kind of push that dirt around with their front feet, and you can see where they kind of nuzzled and kind of bit on that uh, overhanging limb. So... Right now is a good time to find those things, and, and uh, I'm not very technically minded, so my my uh, uh, 
a technology, I guess, is a mouse, mouse two more and taking a, a sheet of paper and a pencil and drawing out the property and then kind of marking off where I find roads and graves right now so that I know that may be a place that I want to return to or hunt fairly close to come this fall. When will fawns be on the ground in your part of the country? Uh, uh, we're talking about the Texas Hill Country. Well, the Texas Hill Country and kind of the southeast, the eastern part of the state, you lead, we have our rut very slow very much over the state, but uh, we'll have fawns on the ground in a lot of those areas by the first or second week of May uh, and maybe even a little bit earlier. Some of our does this year seem going into the rut were in really good shape. They probably got bred early a little bit, so usually by the middle of May, we got a lot of fawns on the ground, and when you hit farther south, uh, like in the deep south Texas, then generally you start seeing fawns that last week of June and usually that first week of, of July. But uh, it won't be long now. We'll have fawns on the ground on lots of parts of the state of Texas. Uh, is that something, uh, when it comes to your scouting, that concerns you? Do you want to try to be out of the woods when those fawns hit the ground, have your scouting done? I, I try to have most of my scouting done by then, but, uh, you know, there's still an opportunity to get out there in that time of the year, too. And, and again, Generally, you don't disturb those bonds that much or the does. I, I try to do a lot of scouting during that time looking for deer because by then, pretty soon you're going to be able to tell kind of what those bucks are going to start looking like. I'll, I'll find a good spot where I can sit with a spot and scope and a binocular and, and uh, maybe watch the areas that they feed into. And by watching those does, it also will give me a pretty good idea of what kind of fawn survival rate we might have come the following. And that's one of the things we as hunters sometimes forget is that uh, – if, you know, if you're interested in five- and six-year-old bucks, those old mature bucks, now, this coming fall, you need to go back to see what kind of fawn survival rate we had five and six years ago. If, if we didn't have much of a fawn survival rate, there are not going to be many bucks in that age class. And uh, that's one of the reasons that we tried so hard to always be sure that we have a at least, say, a 40% or better fawn survival rate on the properties, at least that I try to go hunt on, because I know if that's the case, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight years from now, if we can maintain that kind of uh, uh, fawn survival rate, there's going to be a fair number of fawns, or a fair number of fawns that have grown up into those older age class bucks. This is a Kinder Outdoors Conservation Minute, a focus on people that make a difference. The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. Preserving what we love and educating the next generation every day. To learn more, visit us at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, we're completely out of time for this week, but I do sincerely want to say thank you for hanging out around our campfire at Kinder Outdoors, presented by Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Make the switch to Patriot and let me 
pay the activation fee. Use the promo code KINDER and we'll get that done. I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the time we've had together in this camp house this week and invite you back next time around. Till then, may God richly bless you and your bunch. Pray for our nation. Pray for Israel.